When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Rico Report brought to you by these Buffalo Fanatics. You guys already know what it is. It's BF in this building. Salute to every one of y'all tuned in tonight. Yes, it's a tough, it's a tough Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? When we lose, it's tough Tuesdays. We got to get through it. We got to get through it. And the best way to get through it is is really to hash things out, get it out the way, you know what I'm saying? Tie up loose ends, and then we're on to we're on to Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? So uh and I still got some loose ends to tie up. <laughs> if you will, I still got some loose ends to tie up. So uh listen, folks, welcome to another edition. I'm gonna be joined by my man uh P Money in just a moment. And uh we've also got a uh We've got my man Ing Ravens Vids that's going to be joining us uh, at the bottom of the hour. I uh, still haven't got confirmation yet, so we'll see how that pops off. Uh, but uh, he's got uh, he's got the he's got the link, so he'll be he'll be here uh, as soon as he he gets in, and uh, we can talk it out. My man James is is like, yo man, got the fresh cut. Listen, man, I don't know about you guys, man. Women can can go months without. You know what I'm saying? Grooming and cutting their hair. You know what I mean? Put a little foundation on, put a little bit of makeup, put a little bit of freaking eyeliner, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Get that Fenty line going and they can look brand new. Us, we don't shave, we don't, you know, shit, shower, shave, and all that stuff. We can look like some bums, man. And I've been looking like a bum for like the last month. And wifey's like, yo, you still look good to me. I was like, girl, please stop play- stop playing with me, man. So I had to go to the barber and say, oh man, make make me make me look good again. <laughs> you feel me? And uh, yo. When I don't get a haircut, man, I look like 10 years older, bro. I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to look like an old man yet. I ain't there yet. You feel me? But anyway, appreciate the people showing me love that I've noticed the haircut. You know, there's some people that would say, like, oh, you got a haircut? They didn't even notice. <laughs> Those are the people you want to punch in the face and be like, yo, stop playing. Stop playing with me, man. Anyway, I digress. Um, so let's tie up some loose ends, folks. Let's tie up some loose ends because uh it just needs to be done. And I can't tie the loose ends up. Without bringing my man on uh, P money, so let me bring my man P money on. Pierre King, what up, baby? What is going on? What's going on, Rico? What's happening? Man, man? There's so much stuff to talk about. I know you went on a tangent last night with Zebra. You know, salute to you guys. But man, what a game! What a game! What a freaking game! Let's let's get right into it. All right. Um, before we get into it, before we get into it, we're gonna get into the game. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get into it. Listen. Right, right, right. Listen, folks, let me tell you something, man. The beauty of watching football and having 32 teams in 32 different cities, some in the same city, this, that, and the third, in states and stuff, but it's, it's a, it, there's a fandom to it. And sometimes we get a little carried away. We get a little hype. And sometimes you can't control yourself because your emotions are running high. You feel me? Like when we beat, the damn Patriots, we lose our minds. We don't listen, know who they are anymore. It's listen, we're the Buffalo fanatics, right? You know, fanatics for a reason because we go crazy when we 
we go crazy about our team. So yeah, absolutely. 100%. 1000%. So I wanted to, I wanted, I mean, listen, if you haven't seen it already, you've been living under the rock. This video has been viewed more than 2.1 million times, right? So without further ado, I'm going to just jump right into it. And we can talk about it. So let me give you an introduction to, I mean, Dolphins fans, Rowdy, they win the game, they're leaving the stadium, and here's what happens. Here's what here's the one I really Enjoy like. Enjoy that flight home, pussy! Enjoy that flight home! And fuck you! Let's go! Enjoy that flight home! Enjoy that flight home! What's up? What's up? Well, folks, that my friend was uh my man smokes. I mean, I met him I met him on two occasions, obviously through chat and through DMs and all that stuff, and then obviously on the round the round table. Um and uh, he was pumped. He was Yo, very pumped. Now, he was definitely pumped. here's my question to you, Pierre. Did he go too far or was that part of the nature of the game? That's just part of it. That's you got it. Yeah, look, look, it's a part of being it's a part of being a fan one. Right. So I do understand that. Now, what I will say, though, is that. You can easily tell he had a little bit. He had one too many. Right. So, you can know, OK. You know, when you're drinking, when you're feeling live, you know, all the talk, all the buildup, you know, and and the fact that they actually beat the Bills, you're like, yo, you can already imagine so many Bills. I mean, uh, you know, Dolphins fans are going crazy, but I think it it comes down to whenever you're you're uh, you're bumping into people and 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 you know you're doing all that stuff. Okay, you're probably going a little too much right there. That's that's the thing that happens though, man. Like you, you're walking, you bump into somebody, and you're already pumped. You turn around, and whatever chef said, you know, saying like if you want to talk trash, that's fine. But it's the <laughs> fact when you're going in there, bumping, hey, come on, it's like, all right, man, chill out, chill out. Now here's the deal: I love every bit of that video. I don't care what Bills fans say, but he bumped into. That's just it was incidental. I don't think he meant to do that, right? And he kept the mood, but I like it because you've now it's now a new rivalry created. Like That's we've been exactly waxing it. the dolphins for a bit. So now they got a little juice into them. So now it's like it's fun between fans. Now, what I don't agree is when the you know, I mean the fist fights happen and the nonsense, like yo, all that and that's where the bumping comes into play, right? You know, if 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 you want to talk all the smack, fine, but it, it's when you get to the bumping part. Now, the thing about him though. And I actually like it myself, right? Because it's like, again, mm -hmm. the good rivalry back and forth is always a good thing. But, you know, once you go, you know, that far, you have to embrace that role. No coming back. You can't come back to being the good old fan. Hey, guys, good game. No, 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 no. <laughs> I want that same energy every right. single time. You're damn right. And that energy is going to be brought tomorrow when I have to go onto the round table and talk about the the game that we just had with the damn dolphin. So I'm going right into the Lions then, and you know me, I'm a hold my own as always. But I I thought that was interesting. I had to play that out. Um, part of it I like, obviously, 
the physicality, whether it was incident or not, it just was a bad look, but he's there now. He's got to embrace it. All I got to say is, like I said, keep that same energy. (laughs) Keep that same energy. Well, speaking of energy, how is your energy after watching us pretty much dominate the game, move up the field at will, 400 yards passing, just Josh Allen was that dude, to fall short with a skipped freaking pass to damn Isaiah McKenzie. How's your energy? Are you wasted? Are you are you spent? Are you it was, it was wild, Rico? I mean, because it, it, it was you go into the game feeling so confident because you're like, look, there's there's nothing that can stop us, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we're on a super high, and then you know, when you see you know, mistakes after mistake early in the game, and you know, you talk about that pass to Isaiah McKenzie on on fourth and one, and you're like, we don't do this. Yes. Like, we don't right. play like this, right? So it's like, I think that was probably where I just left off. Just, you know, puzzled, just, you know, frustrated as the fact that this is not how we play. Now, here's the deal. I got, I got, I, I need your input on a few topics here. And I think you're, you're probably one of the better people to, to give me that. Because if you guys don't know, and if you guys haven't been watching Pierre, my man Pierre, does the live play-by-play game every Sunday. So you see his emotion and his energy from top to bottom. And my man was silent at the end of the game. And I was puzzled by his silence. Now, I got some, I got some questions for you, friend. Now, What's up, man? there's some advantages we had in this game and there's some disadvantages we had in this game, right? We obviously know we had some injuries. We had all that good stuff. But like, when you're when you're looking back at this game, and did you watch the game again or just the one view and that was it? Yeah, no, no, I watched it um, about three times now. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, no, no, I had to watch that thing over and over. Hold on, hold on. All right. How the hell did we lose this game? Right. Perfect. You know I mean? How the hell? So your frustrations. Name me your frustrations in this game. What frustrated you? And before you start, I gotta give a shout out to my man, my man uh, Mayback man. What up, Mayback man? What's happening, bro? So what frustrated you in this game? Look, man, I I think I kind of just, you know, pointed out on it. It was just the constant mistakes at the end of halves. It's like, are we spiking the ball or not? It was just all out of whack. And then, you know, how the end of the game happened. It was just the constant mistakes, the turnovers early. Mm. It seemed like, you know, the quarterback center exchange was all out of whack early and often. It was just, look. The flukiness of how this game turned out was just absolutely frustrating. So let me go. Let me let's go to the the uh, the fourth fourth. I mean, right right at the end of the half. Golly, man. The the fumbled exchange. Then Allen goes to fake spike, and then throws a hitch. Like I have, have my, I have my theory. What and what? Then you're like, oh my what was he thinking? Does Al, is Allen good for one of those a game where you're like, now, whoa, what the hell was that? What the hell now, was that? <laughs> what they were kind of saying was it was like a rule thing, right? So I guess if you bobble it at the snap and then you spike it, then it'll be uh, you know, um awesome down, I guess. Grounding, right? Okay, oh, there's a grounding. Okay. Right. So it's like, okay, I bobbled it. So I was like, I I gotta get it off now. So, you know, but I think you know they fixed the or not fix the rule, but they got, you know, clarity on the rule now. So, 
but like seeing it, you know, live and direct, I'm over here saying like, what the heck are you doing? Like, oh. that's not what you do right there. Oh but, my gosh. Yeah. I was, I was puzzled by that. I was definitely puzzled by that. Cause I had my theory on what the hell was Alan trying to do? Like, and was, was, was Diggs on the same page where they're trying to pull a fast one. You know what I'm saying? And it just didn't plan, pan out. I, I couldn't tell you, but, uh, Kudos to them knowing the rules. Cause I, in the heat of the moment, bobbled or not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not thinking, oh man, this is an intentional grounding. I'm gonna, so whether those- yeah, I don't think they even not. knew the rule though. Like that's the thing. I think they were kind of like, I'm not sure what to do here. So I'm gonna go ahead and almost throw a pick six. Because if right. you look at that play, it was almost a pick six. I'm like, oh my God, what? That could have ended out extremely bad. Indeed. Now you had that frustration. Here's my frustration, and this is with the fans. And some some people that joined our show last night know this already, so I'm not going to touch too much on it. But fans of Bill's Mafia, hear me now. Stop with the damn excuses as to why we lost, and in those excuses, using the heat as one of them. I have never in my lifetime heard us complain about it's too hot. They come to Buffalo for crying out loud. They come to Buffalo. That's the advantage that we have when you come to play in Buffalo. What was what's Marv Leaving's greatest saying? If it's just what is it? <laughs> if, if it's, it's too much for them, or something right that you're just right for us. <laughs> we're crying out loud. Shout what? out to Marv. Shout out to Marv. Yeah, man. Like, come on. We, we as fans, man, like you, we take it with a grain of salt. We got a sunny day, a monsoon. You just gotta play. You just gotta go with it. Look, it's when we lose a game like that. It was somebody's fault now. Like, someone hold on now because we're, we weren't supposed to lose that game. Ah, well, now, here, and then here's another thing, too. Why is it that? I, I have a question for all of Bill's Mafia. You too, Pierre. You can jump in on this. And my, my man Bobby's in this in the chat and everybody in the chat. Why is it that we, and there's a only select few that go against the grain, and I proudly am one of them, and I, I at least I hope. Why do we talk about all the things around the situation as to why we lose and don't bring up the main reason as to why we, we lost, right? We talk about the heat. We talk about the injuries. We talk about the, the blemishes at the, end of the, at the end of the half. We talk about the mismanagement. We talk about lack of run game. We talk about, 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 but we never talk about 17. Ooh, at the end of the day, what? I'm being real. We we talk don't talk about it. What you I'm saying, going though, Rico? What you saying? What I'm saying is it is okay to put some some accountability on 17. Wait, wait, wait. 400 yards and two touchdowns, and it's Josh Allen's fault. 400 yards, two touchdowns, 51, 51 plays. 51 plays. Excuse me. 51 plays or is that, forgive me if I'm not getting the numbers right. 63 completions, I believe it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 63 attempts. And he had 40-odd completions. The point yeah, is this. Yeah, yeah. 400 yards. We're on the field for 40 minutes. We had our opportunities. And we just missed them. But nobody wants to put a little bit of accountability on 17. The accountability has gone on everybody else. It's okay to put the accountability on 17 as well. And by the accountability, I mean the play to Isaiah McKenzie. It was a missed throw. And it's okay. It happens. Dude threw 63 freaking times. His arm was probably tired. Who knows? But it's okay, Bills Mafia, that we can put some accountability. And I bet you if you ask Josh Allen, fam, what happened? Which he always does. 
my fault. That's on me. I make that throw in my sleep every time. And I happen to just not make this one. You know what I'm saying? It sucks. But it's okay that we can point the finger at 17. Because guess what? It only is going to make him better. It's only going to make him better. Yo, that was my fault. I know I'm not going to do that again. It's cool. That's all my, my beef is. My beef is everybody wants to talk about every, everything around the sun. Talk about the sun. Not everything about around it. Because Josh Allen is how this team moves. Where he goes, this team goes. You feel me? So, yeah. now, my next question is, you may be able to help me out with this. Does he, does he have enough? And this might sound a silly question, but is there enough help for him? Yeah, there's enough help for him, right? I mean, look, just to go on to your point right there, right? Mm. We're in a production business. At the end of the day, we can come in and make all the excuses that we want. It comes down to wins and losses, right? You have to, you have to make those plays, Josh Allen, right? You know, Josh Allen is the number one, you know, comeback quarterback in the league, you know, since being drafted, right? There's a reason why I'm wearing this shirt right here named Captain Clutch, because mm. my man has been clutch. He's been clutch. But you have to make that play right there. We're not talking about the last play of the game if you make that play right. You have to make that play right there. So it's just like, yeah, that was a big moment of the game. And, and it's okay to be like, because like Allen always says, look, I'm my biggest critic. Yep. Right? So I'm, you know, just like, just like you said, Rico, I know for a fact, he's probably like, look, man, that one throw is the only throw I'm thinking about. That's, that's my point. And the entire game. And he knows it. It's just some fans just refuse to do it. And I think that's what bugs me the most because you read ample of, of like articles and tweets and Facebook messages, Instagram, um, any platform you think of, it was everything around it and not that. Now, now, this, there's one last point on that, Rico, just real quick, because now could this, you know, somewhat be an issue, right? Because he made a similar throw, you know, last week against the Titans where, you know, he skipped the pass, you know, going to the left to Kumaro. I think it was third and one or fourth and one. I think it was third and one. Okay. And okay. he skipped it, right? So it was, okay, are mechanics an issue here or it was just, you know, him doing too much or it is, you know, what do you think it is? At that point, at that point, it's just that uh, I missed it. <laughs> it's just I missed it. It's just what it is. No different than I missed it to Isaiah McKenzie because we know nine times out of ten he's hitting that. He makes that. Yeah, you're he right. makes that. It's just it just happens to be at an inconvenient time. Happen. Um, so we touched on this a little bit on game day, but um, because we've had a couple nights of sleep on it, we're gonna go into the good, the bad, the ugly. But I need a lot of the the input coming from the chat. Good, bad, ugly in this game, and. Uh, there, listen, man, let's let's start with it right off the bat. Josh Allen was sensational, as always. Dude put the team on his back completely. He's running the football. He's throwing the football. He's He's got the world on his shoulders, especially if he's got to will us back on if the defense um, are, are, or maybe let, you know, let a couple plays off. Um, obviously, we know what the deal is with uh, how many defensive starters are missing, but, like, there's a lot on Josh's shoulders. Other than that, man, the guy was unbelievable. I don't know how he was able to get himself out of that scrum uh, at the la- the play that he, that I went to get out the of very last one. Yeah, I don't even know how he got out of there, but he did. Right. So to me, Josh Allen sensational. 
anything else that stood out to you that was good unless you want to keep going on josh or is there anybody else that or anything else that stood out to you that was that was sensational that was good i mean yeah i mean if we're talking about josh for example it was it was the fact like him trying to you know will us to victory is a gift and a curse right because you know that he can do it but then you know okay at times he's going to try to make a throw that you know he probably shouldn't have made right and you know, there were some, you know, turnover worthy plays, but you know, it, 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 it was what it was, but it is, I think it was the fact that our offense is still able to move the ball at will, you know, to have a 17 play drive and have a 20 play drive. Like it's yes. nothing, like, that's impressive to me. You know, that's I, the good. I'm in agreement with you. And, uh, Ryan, uh, bold says, Hey man, Elam quietly had a good game. Yes, he did. Listen, Come on. I mean, I mean, to shut down Hill. I've been, I've been, I've been, listen, I've been on his ass and, and saying like, I need more from my number one drafted corner for this team. And I mean, I, I wouldn't say he, I would say he, he didn't, he answered the bell by not allowing big plays. And there's, a, this is only going to give him the at most, the utmost confidence uh, going forward. I got a super chat coming in from uh, Chandler Bing, biggity Bing. Chandler says fish fans chanting to, uh, to uh, out of the stadium, mocking Bill's chance, calling me and my friends gay from their car. Now that's now it's personal. Fish be fried. Well, listen, man, you're gonna have some nastiness that happens at these games. And I, I the chance fans I, I being fans, man, fans being fans, man. But I feel you. I mean, they're gonna it, sometimes it can trigger some people. I hope it didn't trigger Just you. Don't too. touch me, and we're good. Yeah, you know what? You want to do. You're right. Talk all the shit you want. You the minute you, the minute you lay your, your, your finger on me, you, you kind of bump into me. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I give you that look, and it's go time. We might have to be go time. You <laughs> know what I mean? But if you're like, oh my bad, then it's I knew it was an accident. Let's keep it going. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now here's my question for you. I gotta keep. I gotta. I gotta ask you this. So you go to the Miami game, and you, I need a real answer from you. You go to the Miami game. You're walking out. Your team just lost. You're pissed off. You spent a lot of money getting to Miami, like three or four hundred dollar flight to get to Miami. You got to get an Airbnb somewhere. That's costing you money. So already it's costing you six hundred dollars to be down there. You're leaving this game, and your team is you're pissed. And then a fan comes into you and rowdy rowdy and bumps into you, and and you look at him. And you say, "Yo, man, watch out!" And he says, "F you." What? Nah, how you react? I'm yoking his ass up right there and be like, "Listen to your big fella." Listen, because <laughs> I think one right here. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, yo, how would I react? You know, say I'm pissed off. I yeah. spent a lot of money. You know, saying, and this 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 doofus comes in here and bumps into me like that. Yo, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. Yoke his ass. So anyway, I had I had to ask you that question. So uh, continuing on to the good. Uh, I'm looking at the chat right now, and the chat has got some really good, uh, some good ones. So Kyrie Elam being good, I love that. Um, my man. Uh, uh, CR Muniz says game plan was excellent offense field execution. You know what? It was beautiful. That's a, that is, that is it. And, uh, Muniz, great point because when you see offensive coordinator, offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey having his meltdown up in the booth tells you, yo, that play was supposed to work to a T. We just didn't execute. And he's just, he was just, he was just having it. So great point Muniz. Uh, I totally agree. We yeah, just I, mean, I kind of wanted to jump on that too, right? Because a lot of talk after this game has been, oh, you know, the running game hasn't been, you know, what it should be, you know, for Josh Allen in the past for mm -hmm. what 63 times, right? It's like, right. but at the end of the day, it was like 
like when you're watching the game, it seemed like everything was kind of like, you know, dictated, like, you know, okay, I can understand why you made that play. Like, like in the fourth quarter, for example, you know, we were down, right? So I don't think at that point, you know, it probably makes sense for us to run. So it kind of makes sense. I get it. I'm you know, with what I think how Dorsey called that game. Dorsey, listen, man, I'm more impressed with Dorsey as, as these games continue because obviously game film is starting to get put out on us and Dorsey is, he's coming out there and, and really adapting and changing the game up a little bit. And he kept us in it. And, and I don't know if that was the true game plan to have Josh Allen just, just keep our offense on the field and dink and dunk and move our way up there and keep that offense on the sideline so we don't have to deal with the legs of Tyreek and, and freaking Waddle just killing us. And big plays happened, but they didn't kill us. We just didn't execute, like my man Yunez says. Um, I'm going to go in and on good here. And I, I want to, I, I didn't give enough props, but to have no starting safeties, you're down Shout out, Trey man. White, obviously. You got Christian Benford and you've got Kyrie Ealing starting with Dane Jackson nursing injuries. You got to give credit to that defensive backfield to hold it down because a lot of times they could have sent the freaking the, the deep ball all day just to test our corners. And they they answered the call and we didn't have we limited the big plays. I mean, we had the two big plays coming from obviously both from Waddle. And uh, but Tyreek Hill is the one that. You know what I mean? The, the focal point of that offense that makes that offense move, he was limited. So you got to give a good – you got to give a shout-out to the defensive crew. They did their thing. They did what they were, that was supposed to be done. And uh shout-out to them. Uh, is anything that stand out other no, than listen, that? As we I was, have to give them a shout-out, right? Because all the talk was, man, we have all these players on defense yeah. that are injured. Heck yeah. Right? And at the end of the day, it didn't matter on the defensive side of the ball. Like, it, it was like, you know, we were still playing Bills football. So, you know, Back. yeah, we gave up that one play. Yep. You said it was two plays, but I can pretty much say, yeah, I mean. No, there was a 32-yard, the 32-yard big okay, game, all right. and then there was all a right. big, the big 40-whatever-yard. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, um, you know, overall, though, I mean, you know, huge shout-out to them for sure. No, for sure. Now, um, we could talk about the good. I mean, there's a few good things. I mean, listen, Greg Rousseau is – that guy's a stud. That guy is a stud. The guy you know, three is, sacks it, in three games. Okay, no. it's the coming out party for Rousseau. Listen, huh? Greg Rousseau is the real deal, and we got it. We got to pay attention to that man, man, and we got to protect that man because this guy is only going to get better, and he's such a young you. kid. So good you. on Groo. My man Earl Scott said the same thing. Groo, and I totally <laughs> one thousand percent agree with for that sure. right there. Um, now let's go to the bad. We got to talk about. I mean, there's some good things. We got to talk about the bad. And if you guys have something that stands out to you as the bad, go yeah, ahead and pop that in there. I want to hear from the chat, right? Right, because... I do want to hear from the chat. Talk to me, know, chat. That again, you know, the only bad I would probably say is, 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 is one, it seemed like, you know, we can, we can, uh, we have to try to figure out or learn lessons from, you know, what happened with this heat last game, right? Mm -hmm. It's not an excuse, but it's a thing, right? Okay. Because it looked like, yo, we were dying out there for a second. I went like right. So it's just like, you know, that was a bad. I get you know, it. But then also it just comes down to, you know, Josh in those clutch moments, man. 
Josh and Clutch moments. That man. was the biggest bad for me. Like, man, you gotta hit that play that Isaiah. You it is. It. I mean, I think I think I think everyone would agree with you on that part. Like, man, that's that's you do that in your sleep. It's just one of those things you missed it, right? And you know what? There's some guys that are just money on the free throw shots, and just that one that just know. Know. rolls out. And you're like, come on, son, that, that should have went in, right? Um, dude, I gotta talk about the right side of the O line, and more specifically, Spencer Brown wasn't great. Now, I know he left because of heat exhaustion or heat. The heat was the issue. But even before the heat, Melvin Ingram was. A he was getting cooked in every damn way you can say cooked. Yeah, listen, man, sure. it wasn't a good it wasn't a good ah. showing. It wasn't it wasn't a good showing for our guy, Spencer Brown. And he has to it's going to he's going to get better. He's going to learn from it. Um, but, dude, we got to get better that man, because there's going to be some pass rushes that come our way. And you need to you need to give Allen the trust factor that he can trust that you got it hold holding it down on the right hand side so he had he can perform his job but the minute that there's no trust on that right hand side and he's he feels that you're not a liability per se but you're kind of struggling a little bit dude he's gonna he's gonna have he's got to get better he's just got to get better and my man bobby said it right now i think bobby was up here sorry um spencer brown better get it Yo, together to. and i think Listen, he will he, he will get a become yeah. He's got yeah. to. He's got too many. He's got too much good talent on the defensive side of the ball for him not to. Because we're going. We got some guys on this squad that are going to bring it all the time. Yeah, he's got to get it together. That's it. And we drafted you guys in the third round. And a lot of people want to talk about yo, where you get drafted doesn't matter. Well, to me personally, it matters. Right? It doesn't I, matter, Rico. It, if talk I about draft that later, you in the seventh matter. round, if I draft you in the seventh round, I'm not expecting a whole lot from you. I'm not. Yeah, but you don't know an expectation. But you don't know if that player has that dog in them, Vic. Right? We won't listen. listen show me that dog. Then. When we drafted Josh Allen, we know eighty percent of Bills Mafia wasn't a fan, but we didn't know that he had that dog in him, right? So it's just like you know, sometimes you're like, oh, okay, this but guy's it's right showing, here. You it, know, it's showing right now. We knew that he had the dog in him somehow, some way. They knew he had a dog in him, and it's showing right now, right? And Deion Dawkins, second round. Showing right now, you feel me? Like there's a lot of guys. I mean, that we can say like they're showing, and we'll get surprised at one point by a seventh rounder, Dane Jackson, showing some good things. Stevie Johnson showing some good things. When you draft guys, you, there's an expectation as to where you want it to be. It comes I, down to producing, Rico. At the end of the day, don't matter where you drafted, you got to come and produce. You if do you produce, you get play time. And I need Chris Brown to produce. I need him to produce. 100%. It was, and I get it. He's going to his second 100%. year. And he's some things he's got to learn. But that was one thing that stood out to me that I'm like, okay, oof, that, was, that was rough. That was rough. And then when he left for the heat, I don't know if he was it was actual heat or the heat that <laughs> Melvin Ingram was putting on his ass. He was like, no mass. No mass. No more. I don't want any more. <laughs> he was getting cooked. That's exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. But um, that's one thing that kind of stood out for me in terms of that. Anything else stood out for you? Anybody in the chat? Uh, stood out for me. Somebody said short yardage game. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, Ooh, right. about, I think that about. right there is a big bad because again, the only reason why I'm even you know slightly concerned with the McKenzie play, it was because like I said, the same thing kind of happened last mm -hmm. week too. So you're like, okay, mm -hmm. this is two in a row now. Right now, I don't think it's going to be a long term issue, but it's it's cause of concern. <laughs> you know what I mean? There so, is some cause. Yeah. There definitely is some cause. I got to uh, hold on a second. I had a super chat that was here earlier, and I don't. I you guys know how it is. I don't want to skip on the super chats. If you guys have it, I got you. 
Uh, Chandler, once again, what up, Chandler? What's happening? He says that we've said it for three years now. Run the ball. These are the games where run game gets you over the top. Josh Allen can't do it all. Different day, same story, guys. When is it going to change? Pretty much Chandler's saying, when's that freaking narrative going to change? Listen, I understand the narrative. I get it. I get it, man. It makes sense. In theory, it makes sense. So I understand it. right? Right. But it's not like we're not moving the ball at will. It's like it's just some, you know, knickknack things that aren't clicking. It's not because we're not running the ball. It's like we're not stagnant when it comes down to moving the ball. Right. So I can understand, you know, we have to run the ball because the offense is not moving. Like it's not really that. Now, you know, I do understand as well, you don't want to have Josh Allen passing for 63 times. Right. But again, much, you know, last week it was just a little fluky, man, where, you know, it was what it was. It, it listen, it was what it was. It is what it is. Things are going to have to be to get better. And I'm gonna I'm gonna double up on that run game. Uh we need to, it's here, and here's the thing: It's not because our run game we don't have a run game. It's not the case. We got some capable freaking backs on this team. It's just we're sitting here in a situation where like Josh Allen has become the best runner on our team, and we're 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 back to square one last year. What are we gonna wait till week fourteen for us to say okay, all right, let's start to implement? You know what I mean Devin Singletary? Why must we wait until the end of the near the end of the season? We should start to do that now so that way we're a more balanced team. So when it does come to the end of the season, near the end, now teams don't know what we're going to do, right? We're not they're gonna, not going to force our hand with one more than the other. It's going to be like, shoot, I don't know what's coming my way. Is it James Cook? Is it Zach Moss? Is it Devin Singletary? Like, who is it? We know Josh is going to get well, what hit. What does running more even mean, Rico? Like, I think I hear it a lot. Okay. And I understand it, right? All right. But what does it mean, right? Because, okay, for example, you know, last game, you know, we're down the fourth quarter. All right. Are you wanting to run the rock right there? You know, knowing that dog, we're moving the ball, you know, in the air at will. So, it's will. Like, okay, it's like you still would have ran the ball right there still? <laughs> I get it. I get it. And even and if it's, it's a little it, suspect, we're nitpicking because eventually we're going to get it together. We have a new offensive coordinator. He's still feeling things out. You still got to, you know what I mean, figure out whose strengths, who's got the strengths and who doesn't. Training camps are not the same as they used to be. There's no two days and this, that, and the third. Everything is spaced out. So I there's mean, do you want to go 50-50? You want to run the ball 50% of the time? You don't want to have the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. Exactly. So what does it mean, right? I understand in theory. It makes sense in theory. But what does it actually mean when we're so lethal in the air? Like it's lethal. Right. We're lethal in the air because we have 17. Wait till 17 takes a hit, an unnecessary hit. And now we're like, see, should have ran the freaking ball. And now you got this guy. Now, now we're going to have to depend on the run game because you've seen Case Keenum in there. Case Keenum, when he goes in there, is just not the same. So yeah. now you want to you want to try to get the run game going, fam. We got to We got to We got to get in there. We just got to get in there. So um, I don't want to say too much on it because there were some some moments. This game, we won this game. like. I felt that we we had this game. We just let it slip out of our hands. But you got to give credit to where credit's due. Yeah. Tua came in there, did his thing. He made bigger plays at the nah, end. Hold of on, no, 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 no. I'm not giving you that, Rico. Tua didn't do his facts, thing. Brother. It's right? the facts. He didn't really do nothing. He had one play. He had one play. And that now, I'm not saying not. that he was awful. Uh-huh. No, no, yeah, true, true. Right. He made a huge play, right? I think it was a better route because, I mean, come on. I mean, 
Yo, Jaquan Johnson, you can't get opened up like that, big fella. Right? Yeah, but, well, fine, fine. Young he made Buck. a great play. But yep. it wasn't like Tua was over here torching us. They had 200, what, a little bit over 200 yards of total offense, big fella. But Tua we didn't have no great game, big fella. We, we know that Tua is not that guy that's going to throw you, you know what I'm saying, that's going to just bombs away. He'll dink and dunk, dig and dunk, accuracy, dink and dunk, sure. and then he'll lull you to sleep, and then boom. Sure. That's what For hit. Sure. Third and 22. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Three-man rush. Here's another thing. Three-man rush. Three-man rush. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about I don't know about that, man. I I, I just I can't I can't rock with that. Um right. my man Brock Campbell says, Yo, Rico got his ears lowered. Damn it, son. She smoked you. <laughs> I don't know what the heck that means, but I'm gonna get right into this one, man. We gotta get into it. I don't know if you have anybody on this that deserves to be on this, but here's your opportunity. Is anybody in this game? The milk was carton there, alert. Was there a moment? Because I don't think I've had you on this segment with me yet. But was there a moment? It doesn't have to be a specific player. It could be a moment. It could be, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, just, just somebody's decision making. Anybody that deserves for you to be on this milk carton. Listen. I'm putting you on the spot because no, if no, you, it's you, fine. you got nobody. <laughs> no, no, no. I got a person that I came in the show ready to talk about it. And he can be added on so many different categories. It doesn't even matter what category you brought up. Okay, damn. Greg Van Rotten. Yo, this is a problem. <laughs> What's going on right now with this guy is a problem, right? Now, again, we went into the game, you know, understanding that we had a ton of injuries, right? Mm -hmm. But who would have thought Mitch Morris was the guy, like the key piece? It. All the defensive injuries, we held the Dolphins to just over 200 yards. We still dominated. We still play Bills football. We're still the number one defense in football. But it was the fact that this guy, it's either he needs to go back to, like, snapping school or what the heck is going on. Was it that bad? Did you feel it was it that was bad? It was that bad only because I mentioned it in the live stream, you know, last week. I saw, like, a few snaps. You know, shotgun snap that it it seemed like he was just, you know, loafing the ball to Allen. I'm like, wait a minute. No, no, you gotta snap that ball, big fella. And then it looked to, you know, show itself in this game. So it was just, man, extremely frustrating to know that I'm not sure, you know, how long you know we're gonna be without Mitch Morris, but if it's for any length of time, Van Rotten, you can't be rotten, big fella. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Van Rodden on the freaking milk carton alert. I, listen, I'm with you. The funny thing is, um, before the game started, they were saying that, like, thank goodness Van Rotten uh, is our backup. I mean, I mean, I'm paraphrasing here, by the way. But thank goodness Van Rotten is our backup because he knows the checks. He knows the calls. Did he's he know the calls? He's familiar he with I mean, and, and you know what I'm saying? Uh, he's familiar with that. So it may not be. Uh, it's going to be a drop off, but at least there's there's he knows the checks and calls uh, to make and from the center position. It, well, it, listen, it man, was an was... extreme drop off, right? Because it, it seemed from listen from the first snap of the game, it's like what's going on? My man Allen gets the fumble early. It's like the offensive line. It looked clear from the jump. No they doubt. had no idea what was going on. I got you, man. And and Van Rodden, I got you, man. Uh, here's one that I'm going to put on. I mean, I talked about and I I, I made a promise to the fellas that I'm not going to touch on this individual going forward until it's warranted for me to touch on this individual. So I'm going to let it slide. So 
I'm going to put somebody else up on the milk carton alert. And the reason I'm putting this person on this milk carton is not because he's not talented. This person is extremely talented, but it's because of the money we put into this player. And that, my friend, is Vaughn Miller. Vaughn Miller has to be on that milk carton alert. You're not going to agree with me, but listen, man. Explain yourself on this. I pay you 120 mil, 120 M's. I need you. In all ones. In all ones. (laughs) In all ones, baby. I need you to be the difference in games like this. Because when we need a play, we need something to close. We need, you need to be the closer to get that ball back for our offense and this, that, and the third. You got to, you got to be that guy. You got to be that guy. Now, not because he's not talented. It's not because he's not talented, but we have you to take over games. That's why we brought you here. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said we brought him in to close games. Not yes. necessarily take over, right? In and this in case, game, wouldn't you want him to take over? In this but, case? No, when we yes, need the ball. yes, but I mean, you know, it was, again, it wasn't defense wasn't a problem. But when we needed Vaughn to close, he made that play, you know, to force, the, force safety, the punt. Right? To force the punt. Right? So, okay, right? So, we need him to close the game, and that he did. Well, folks, 120 mil. I'm, I'm, I'm going to need a little more. Now, now I'm going to need a little more. add on to that. Yeah. You mentioned Groot and how, you know, dominant he's been. Maybe he's been doing this thing because there's been so much attention going to Vaughn. So, again. There, there's no question about that. And that's that's why Vaughn, it's part of the reason that Vaughn was brought to Buffalo, obviously, to sure. shine some, some light on the young pups. You know what I'm saying? But listen, man, you're a superstar. Ooh. You're a superstar. You know what I'm saying? You're not just a good player. You're let's a superstar. Let's talk about a superstar real quick. You feel let's, me? Let's talk Hold about on. a superstar. Yo, how about fan superstar Tim Settle? Where the fuck he at? <laughs> Yo, that's facts. That's facts, though. Where's listen, he at, though? Hold on, man. We They didn't run the ball worth a damn on us. Tim Settle and the interior line did their job. In my in my opinion, they did. I mean, the whole defense, the whole de- That's listen, what I'm saying it's hard to say anything about defense. We're not poo-pooing on the defense. The defense did an incredible job, especially for those, you know, saying for the, our circumstances. You know, what I'm saying our circumstances right now, where we're down a whole bunch of starters, I think we did fairly well. I just would have loved that 120 million dollar man to come in and really, you know, what I'm saying close that game. You know, what I'm saying force something. You know, what I mean get that ball, pick it up. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe I'm tripping. I'm asking for too much. But you know what? You know, a lot of people might say we gave we gave him two. You wanted rookie Von Miller right there. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, man? Who knows? But I will say this though: no shade on the defense. The defense did their job, man. They held, they held that team to twenty-one points. You know what I'm saying? They dominated and- though, Rico. I don't want to hear anything about Tua, about the running game, about Hill. Like, yo, you know, shout out to the entire defense, dog. It was a dominating performance. Off of a team and off of a quarterback who passed for 406 touchdowns. Shout think, out to the defense. I think it's frustration that that's coming into play at this point because we lose yeah. to the freaking Dolphins. I know, man. Nobody wants to lose to the freaking Dolphins. Nobody wants to lose to the Dolphins. Nobody wants. Nobody wants to lose to the freaking. Nobody wants to lose to anybody in the damn division. That's what it comes down to. And now we got the fashion though. You don't want to lose in the fashion. We lost. Like how many points did we leave on the field? So it's like, come on, man. Yeah, man. It, it listen. It becomes. That's what hey, it Dolphins is. fans, you know, you know, you know. Hey, you guys won the game. Huge shout out to y'all, but you know, Come you know. On. So I'm not, st- I'm not staying anymore on this, on this Dolphins game. The, the game's over. Just want to tie up loose ends uh, on this. Um, 
Now, we got a big old freaking matchup coming. And we, my guest uh, for, uh, for the Ravens is going to be on shortly. I just sent a message to him. He's just uh, wrapping things up uh, on another pod that he's on. So he'll be on, excuse me, with us shortly. So my guy, we have the freaking Ravens. The freaking Ravens. And not to say, oh, man, I'm scared of the Ravens. But the Ravens are a different type of team because Lamar Jackson is like a Josh Allen, right? You fear players like that because of their legs and the ability that they have to put the ball in the air. And nobody cannot, nobody can't, nobody can say that Lamar Jackson can't put the ball in the air. He's been doing it. He did it his MVP season, 36 touchdown passes. You know what I'm saying? And I think what he, he ran for like over a thousand yards. Like it's it's just insane. So He's on, he's on pace right now to do some good things for his squad. So does the schedule scare you a little bit that now we're like, because we lost to this Dolphins, which we didn't really expect, now you're going up against the Ravens. Does if do you have any this trepidation or you're like, man, on to the next, we got this. As long as we have 17, it's in the bag. Or are you like, hmm, these injuries are still around. <laughs> we right, still exactly. These injuries. Right. I think right now it comes down to Mitch Moore, you know, like I said it before, right? Mm. If Mitch Moore, you know, comes back, then I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better. But look, these Ravens, I think this is going to be the toughest test we've had, you know, all season, right? Dolphins, you know, good game, like I said, but that game was ours. Now, as far these Ravens, though, mm. they have the number one offense. And I've watched every game. And oh, yeah, because you're you're in Ravens country. That offense is legit. It's legit. Is it? Is it? It's legit. It's legit right now, only because you know, you talked about you know Lamar and the Ravens, you know, in the passing game. The passing game, yes, but it was really dependent on the Mark Andrews. And it still is. It still Very is. Much. Very much. But they got these two receivers over there that is looking like every single game so far this season, you know, one of them has made, you know, some big plays. So, um, you know, he's moving the ball around. It's going to be a very interesting game as far as the defensive side of the ball. Now I still feel confident in that area. And I will say this, what I feel good about is the fact that that defense that the Ravens have, they're not the Ravens defense. Right, you know, the they're state. the Ravens defense. You know, they're not the Ravens defense that we always thought they. Yeah, 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 yeah. This this may very well be the worst defense we faced all season. That's interesting that you put it that way, because uh, I'm looking at um, you know saying I was just watching part of the Ravens game and the Patriots game, and that was a close contest. Mac Jones is a baller; he can play. You got to give credit to Mac Jones; he can play. Um, but look at the they. You're right though, man. The Lamar does look different this year. He looks, looks different. different. He's not. He's not so. I wouldn't call it afraid per se, but he's he he will throw wide. Before it was like keep him from throwing in the middle. He can't go wide. He absolutely can. He will, and he's and he's and he's motivated. And we I talk. The thing about Lamar too, too, like as well is that it's like you know, like Josh Allen, he's extremely comfortable knowing, dog, I can run if I need to, right? So you know, having that threat is is just deadly. It is, man. But listen, I we're not the experts when it comes to the Ravens. I mean, I, I got my man uh, in Ravens that's going to be joining us in, in 30 seconds. 
All he has to do is give me the thumbs up and let me know when he's ready to go. And uh <laughs> and we go get him on. Uh Pierre, you sticking around or are you gonna you gonna dip out? Yeah, no, no, I, I gotta sign off, but look, yes, man. Sir. You know, Appreciate shout out to the engravings. You know, you can bring them on real quick because I wanna yeah, I wanna tell them something as well. But um what's up, what's, going on? what's going on? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? We're doing all right, man, buddy. We're listen, right. Li listen, man. What's up? This guy right here, man, engraving. I've been following you for a while, man. I actually live here in you know, Northern Virginia. So, you know, I know a little bit about the Ravens, but look, you know, shout out to you guys, man. It's going to be an amazing game this weekend. Mm -hmm. I got to go ahead and sign off real quick, Rico. But uh, yes, yeah, man. Oh yeah, appreciate you, know, you, you guys, man, for sure. No doubt. Well, that's my man, Kingpin. Kingpin, we'll talk to you later, man. All right, guys. Yes, sir. My man, Ing Ravens. Ooh, <laughs> man. <laughs> this is going to be a game, man. Listen, it's going to be a I'm game. I'm telling you right now, brother. Listen, for the, for those that are are not familiar, uh, my man in Rivers, we uh, we chopped it up a couple years back. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a listen, man. Our teams are solid, man. There's no there's no question about it. Yeah. Um, there's 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 some fear that Lamar strikes in my heart, and because I like Lamar as well, love Lamar, mm -hmm. but that Ravens that Ravens offense is is different. Now, my man Pierre de Kingpin was just telling me, but the defense is not what it used to be. No, nah, not even not, close. Not it's that's the thing. So that's where you're, you're gonna have to. There's a lot of leaning on Lamar Jackson to kind of keep y'all putting points up on the board because mm -hmm. the defense isn't the same. I don't know whether it's because you've aged. Obviously, there's some players that are not there anymore that used to, you know, instill the fear. Uh, you talk to me about that. This Ravens Ooh. defense. I what mean, Bills fans need to know, and what is it that Ravens fans are kind of like? Dang, man, I, I don't like. Them. I mean, if 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 you got. Like I hate to say it, but if you got Josh Allen on fantasy this week, you probably should start him. Um, re reason I say that because the Ravens, the pass defense. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty. That means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP SmartSide today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. It's been pretty bad. Uh, it's been pretty bad because teams have been taking advantage uh, of weaknesses. And, and what I mean when I say that, obviously the Ravens got Marlon Humphrey. And Marcus right. Peters, who, who are two pretty good corners. Two dogs. Um, but like even last week, Mac Jones, he threw for over 300 yards. But what they did, uh, they were taking advantage of Ravens' young corners. Um, Brandon Stevens, who's in his second year, mm -hmm. uh, they take, took advantage of him a lot. Um, Jalen Armour Davis and Pepe Williams, those two are in their first year. They're rookies. They were taking advantage of them a lot. Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey, they didn't really give up much of anything. They each, each had a pick, too. Um, but they, they took advantage of the young guys. And even the, the week prior to that, uh, with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, um, they, now Tyreek Hill did catch, uh, Marcus Peters slipping. Uh, and that was Marcus Peters first game back in of over course. a year. Cause we he saw ain't played. Yeah. So, um, but again, that's still Tyreek Hill though. So, I mean, he got, he presents problems regardless. And then with, uh, Jalen Waddles, like early on, Jalen Waddle was going off and Ravens couldn't hold him. Then, then throughout the whole game, it's like, Ravens were like they, they just could not figure out a way to stop him. Um, so with with that was Tua, that was Mac Jones, and then even in week one, 
um, why the Ravens did a lot better against Joe Flacco and the Jets. Um, there were a lot of misses that the Jets, uh, they just they just simply missed on some stuff. There was some stuff where their receivers were just dropping. Um, right. There was even uh, one of Joe Flacco's interception that Marcus Williams caught. Um, the receiver slipped. So it wasn't even a drop. It wasn't even a bad throw. Yeah. So um, and I'm glad the Ravens secondary took advantage of it now, but it, it could have went so many other ways. Uh, they've been struggling with the deep middle of the field. Um, so I just obviously Josh Allen loves throwing that ball downfield and he's gonna take his shots. He's been doing it forever now, and I don't expect that to change. No, nope. um, so with the secondary, that's been an issue with the Ravens, but uh, another issue that's just as big, actually, probably even bigger. Um, is the lack of a pass rush. Uh, I was Ravens, about that. Talk to yeah, me about that, please. It's 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 been pretty bad. Um, Justin Houston, who man, he's been in the game for a while now, but he's been our best pass rusher. Right. Uh, but he left the game early last week with a groin injury. He left the game in the first quarter, never came back. So we don't know that his status. We'll we should start to know it more tomorrow because the Ravens report to practice tomorrow. Um so his status could be up in the air. Um, Adafe away, who's in his second year. Um, he's he's been getting pressure here and there. Uh, he hasn't <laughs> been been a good closer this year yet. Um, so we're just still waiting on him to make that that second year jump. Um, they literally just signed Jason Pierre Paul. Um, so we're we're hoping that uh, we can get something out of him. They gave him some good uh, chance there too. Huh? They gave him some good money there. Yeah, so he, they gave, gave him that deal worth up to five point five mil. Yeah. You know, like with them deals, they because it, it's, it's it came across oh, it's a one year five point five mil deal, but it's worth up to that. I think the base is like one point five though. Right. Um, I know you know them deals are, are illusions, like like the Von Miller deal. His deal looked like crazy big, but then when I know, you look right? at the guarantees in the base and all that, it's We're a not. lot different. But I mean, y'all been getting your money's worth. But anyway, um. Hopefully he don't cash in this Sunday. But we, we you, talk you about need that. Him to cash in. I'm sorry, but we he 120 mil optics wise, <laughs> he needs to cash in. You know what I'm saying? He needs to cash in. So, and I'm glad you brought that your your pass rush up because yeah, you got Marcus Williams. I'm not sure what's going on with Kyle Hamilton. Is Hamilton hurt? I, I haven't heard too much. About no, Kyle. no, no. He um last week in the, in the uh, the game against the Dolphins, he was part of that um that big game tying catch because he was supposed to be the deep safety but he was up in the box i'm not sure what happened there right. um but then last week last week he had a much better game even forced a fumble that marcus peters recovered so kyle hamilton is it's, it's gonna be a process man it's gonna be a process but it's, it's it's up to coaching obviously up to him as a player to do what he can but it's up to coaching to also make sure that he is put in positions to where he can have success um the instincts that's going to come over time uh, that's going to get better with more experience and whatnot. But I think so much of it right now is on coaching. And, and what makes it tough is that with the Ravens, um, they, like you mentioned, they have a, some new players and they got some returning players and whatnot, but they got a brand new defensive coordinator. Uh, Ravens' previous defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale, he's over with the Giants right now. Right. Um, so they have uh, Mike McDonald. Um, so he just came from Michigan. Uh, he spent a year over there. He had been with the Ravens before, but um, – he spent a year uh, with Michigan, and now he's he's a perfect. He's in the, the pros now as an uh, NFL defensive coordinator. So it's been an adjustment period. Um, I think that we as Ravens fans are still getting to really learn Mike McDonald as a defensive coordinator. But I think the Ravens, as the professional players, I think they still are too. Um, so it's it's a matter of stuff like really clicking, and with the Ravens, with the, them getting the Bills so early. 
Um, and they, they, they still haven't completely jailed as a defensive unit yet. It just, um, it, it does worry me uh, a lot. Listen, you guys are in good company right now because we are hurting over in Buffalo. We've got a right tackle that we have no idea if he's going to a be replaced, which I highly doubt. Mm. Um, he, he left on heat exhaustion or it was Melvin Ingram getting in that ass. I don't know what was going on. Then you have then you have our right guard that's in concussion protocol. We don't know what's going on. Mitch Morse is dealing with an elbow injury. So we've got a center and all the way to the right-hand side that's going to be brand spanking. So we have no I idea. Know that. That. Oh, yeah. So you guys may have that push that you guys need to mm. help back in. Now, uh, speaking of, uh, we're going to continue on injuries because I'm, I'm sure you've heard of it. You've seen it. The backfield, the defensive backfield. We've got no safety. Maybe Jordan Poirier comes back. We're hoping that he comes back. He's dealing with an ankle, I believe. Micah Hyde is out for the series. He's out right. for, the, for this season. Jane Jackson mm-hmm. had a neck issue, that, that horrible injury that he had been last, uh, a couple of weeks back. And then we've got oh, yeah. we've got two rookies that are playing. Kyrie Elam is, is Elam. Pretty, pretty, pretty solid. Christian Benford, six-round draft pick, broken hand. So yeah, we're he's out for the season now, too. We're, we're all over the place, brother. So Rashad Bateman, Devin Duvernay. Let's go right to the offensive side of the ball because a lot of the mess, and I hated hearing it, but he's only got Mark Andrews. He doesn't go to wide receivers, and he can't throw the outside pass and all that jazz. Well, guess what? Lamar Jackson is showing y'all exactly what he can do. He's darting to the sideline. He's got David Duvernay playing well. Rashard Bateman is, is finally healthy and able to show you that back-end speed that he's got. Talk to me about how good this offensive team is playing. Yeah. And what, what is the difference? What is it? Oof. Um, simply the, the incorporation and the use of the Ravens wide receivers, uh, because Ravens are known uh, and they have been this dominant run team where they run, 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 run that ball. Um, but this year and even a lot of times last year, too, but this year they haven't been able to run the ball. Um, they've tried uh, now. J.K. Dobbins, he had been hurt uh, and his, it was his first game back uh, this past week. Um, so they had Mike Davis. Uh, he hasn't really been much of anything for them. Um, they signed Kenyon Drake. Uh, he has been a struggle with him as well. Uh, Justice Hill. Um, he's he's been all right, um, Justice Hill, but it still still hasn't been much out of him either. Uh, so the hope was that last week when J.K. Dobbins got back, that he would really give the run game a boost. Right. Um, and he didn't really. Uh, so, uh, uh, but he did look good, but he didn't really give them that boost like that. Um, so Lamar Jackson has been the Ravens run game and, and it's been a mix of the offensive line, just not run blocking. Um, mm-hmm. there just haven't been holes like that for their running backs. There haven't been lanes like that for the running backs. Um, but it's also, some of it has been on the running backs too. Um, but with the, uh, the difference, the biggest difference has been the passing offense and the fact that Ravens right now, they, they are past first team. And I ain't mad at it at all. Um, Listen, it's a first. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I love it. I, I have really been wanting this Ravens team to uh, focus on using Lamar Jackson's arm more. Uh, because as we've seen in the past, um, and when you watch the games and you see the tendencies and whatnot, they would focus so much on his legs and it will be so frustrating because we'd be sitting there like, man, we, we know this dude can throw the ball. Why are they just doing a lot of stuff that's just so predictable? And there have been times this season where they have gone back to some of the predictable stuff on offense. But as, as, far, as far as passing the ball, it's just been, 
I, I just been loving the pass offense um, and the fact that they go to us so much. Like you mentioned, Mark Andrews, uh, he's obviously uh, that that dude at tight end. Yep. Um, but I remember going into this season, my biggest question mark was, all right, well, how, who are they going to sign a receiver? Uh, who's it going to be? What what veteran are they going to bring in? What trade are they going to make? Because I know they're going to do something because they they traded away Hollywood Brown, um, and they didn't draft the receiver. Apparently, they tried to, but they they didn't. Um, so they apparently they were looking at uh Jamison Williams, but the the Lions ended up taking him a few spots before they did. Um, they were looking at apparently Calvin Austin Jr., but the Steelers they ended up taking him a few spots before Ravens were up. Um, and I think there was one more, but anyway, uh, they didn't draft the receiver and they got rid of their their number one receiver from the years years prior. Um, so I just knew the Ravens were gonna trade for somebody, they were gonna sign somebody, right? And the offseason came and went, nothing no. happened. <laughs> uh, so I was like, okay, they signed some undrafted free agent wide receivers, but the preseason came and went and none of them made the team. Uh, but they did sign uh, Demarcus Robinson, who had been a former chief. Yeah. Uh, he got signed by the Raiders this offseason. Then the Raiders cut him this offseason. So when they, the Ravens signed him, I was like, uh, he just got cut from the Raiders? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. But so he's been straight um, so far, so good. Uh, but they've really, um, my, my thing going into the season was like, all right. If Ravens are not going to go out and get a proven veteran wide receiver, um, then if they're going to roll with the guys that they got, then let's really maximize these guys. Let's hope that the Ravens really use their guys and get the most out of their wide receivers because there have been so many times uh, in years past where the Ravens will draft the wide receiver and then that receiver, their career yeah. comes and goes. Absolutely. And that's a wrap. They never get a second contract from another team. Mm -hmm. Um, and we never truly know how good or even how bad that receiver really was because the Ravens didn't maximize them. Um, but now we're, we're seeing them actually do that with a Rashad Bateman. But what's been more impressive to me has been Devin DuVernay uh, because he was a, a third round pick in 2020. And um, he was just primarily used as a gadget. They just used, yeah. Yeah, they just used him on jet sweeps, use him at kick return. But he was never really featured like a wide receiver like that. So going into this year, I was thinking, oh, I, I didn't believe that they were going to feature him as a wide receiver. A lot of people were talking about, oh, Devin Duvernay, he might be wide receiver too. And I'm like, nah, I don't see it. But he has been, and he's been doing his thing. Hasn't had many opportunities, but he's made the most of his opportunities, Um, especially with his touchdowns. His touchdowns, uh, two or three of them, uh, the receiving touchdowns, because he got a kick return for a touchdown too. Um, but two of the, two of his three receiving touchdowns have been catches where he got the defender draped all over him, but he came down with the ball. Contested, um, yeah, he's been super contested. So I just I'm loving what I've been seeing from Devin Duvernay and Rashad Bateman. Um, he's been good too. Uh, he has had a, a couple of drops, um, and a couple of times when he just needed to hold on to the ball a little better. Um, but he's overall he's been good. So um, what I'm hoping is that the Ravens can also just get somebody else to step up too. Cause you got Mark Andrews, you got Rashad Bateman, you got Devin DuVernay, but who, who can be that other guy that a lot of people aren't really checking for right now uh, that could step up at receiver um, or even another tight end, Isaiah Likely, who um, there was a lot of hype That's uh, right. with Isaiah Likely in the preseason. Cause he was going crazy in the preseason. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of us would think, I, I, Hey, we don't, we don't got one. And we still think that we got one, but it just hasn't clicked in the regular season yet. And it's a process because preseason is preseason. Preseason uh, pre teams play you differently and you play teams differently. 
For sure. Um, so with Isaiah Likely, we're hoping that he can um start taking that jump uh, over the next couple of weeks. I mean, hey, this week would be great for it. Um, but we, we, we'll see how it goes. So we'll the passing offense has been just light years ahead of what it was before. I like it now. There, now before we get into to Bills, uh, mm-hmm. I got I got two more things to talk about because we already know. I mean, obviously, it's been publicized that deal can't get done because Lamar wanted X and there's speculation that there's a whole bunch of nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. So he he said, no mas, we're done. We ain't talking about no contracts. I'm ready right. to ball. And ball he is. Dude's throwing, he's the leading rusher on your squad and he's got 749 yards passing already. So he's, he's ready, he's out the gate. Now, is it motivation that's got Lamar playing the way he's playing or did Greg Roman throw out the old freaking playbook Open up a new one because I'm we we Bills fans are familiar with Greg Roman. Oh yeah, familiar. That's true. Did he throw out the old playbook, put in a new playbook, and say, "All right, man, I'm gonna trust you now because I know my butt is on the line. Your ass wants a new contract. Let's work together. Let's make something happen." What what has happened between those two where things are just jiving right now? Yeah, I, th- I think it's a mix of both of those things. Greg Roman continued to say throughout this offseason, "Oh, we're all, our playbook. We're installing." 20% new plays uh, in our playbook. And a lot of us as Ravens fans, after what we've seen for the past couple of years, a lot of us just shrugged our shoulders at that. on like, mm, yeah, okay. We done heard this before because we heard Greg Roman talk about, oh, uh, I'm going to open a vault. Uh, I'm going to go into the vault of plays that I got. We heard him say that last year. A couple of years ago, we heard him say, oh, I'm going to be forging a new identity with these Ravens. Then we right. saw the same old stuff. Um, so a lot of us were very skeptical uh, of Greg Roman when he said that. But they have sprinkled in uh, a couple of new things in there. Uh, one of them being shovel passes. And that's something that the Ravens never, ever, ever did. I saw that. I was like, oh, that's cute. I mean, where'd they come <laughs> up with that? I was like, okay. Mark Andrews getting in the end zone with a yeah, little shit. Okay, I, I see that. I, I loved it. And I was like, okay, well, there we go. And then two weeks ago in the Dolphins, Mark, Andrew, Mark Andrews had a little sneak. Uh, they went for a first down. So I'm like, okay, hold up. Maybe maybe Giro wasn't lying. Um but as far as uh yeah the with Lamar the way he's playing, I think it, it's definitely a motivation, extra motivation though. Sure. Um, because you got to feel like you almost got to feel like a, a a slap in the face from the franchise that you saved. Um, 2018, uh, these Baltimore Ravens they they were headed nowhere fast. Um, they were sitting at four and five. Uh, they, they played the Steelers and lost at home. Um, and the team just, there, there was just a lack of life in the team. The team was just dead. Uh, I remember watching the games and just obviously hoping that they would win, but just watching them were like, okay, well, here we go. Um, but then when they inserted Lamar, Lamar just completely changed everything about the Baltimore Ravens. He completely changed the vibe, changed everything, uh, saved a lot of jobs and whatnot. Um, and I, I feel like Lamar has to be thinking like, man, I've done all of this and accomplished all of this since I've been here. Yeah, we've de- definitely fallen short in the playoffs, but as far as uh, making the playoffs, without me, Ravens can't even have a conversation about playoffs. Uh, so I-, I feel like with him, um, he's got to uh, appreciate you, Clay. Uh, I feel like with Lamar, he's got to feel like that's like a slap in the face that they couldn't even offer him something that he felt he was worth. Um, so he's right now, he's been going on a tear and really – continuing to show because he already showed uh, the Ravens that he was worth it. But now he's been continuing to show them uh, that he's worth the the contract, whatever the contract's going to end up being. 
Uh, and hopefully it does come from the Ravens. Um, I, hope, I hope it does. I hope hopefully it does. It does. We'll yeah. see. The price uh, went I, up. Price mm-hmm. went up. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It, it goes up every single day. Uh, <laughs> it, and it's and the thing about it that the thing that worries me the most, and I've said this before with Lamar and his contract, is that if Ravens weren't willing to meet his demands before, what's going to change in the future? That that's what worries me the most about the whole thing. So hopefully their minds change, but the the demands are going to change too. Because like you said, it's only going to go yes. up. And I and we're gonna get into the Bills talk, and I feel I will my heart will be crushed for y'all if he leaves and he goes somewhere else. Oh boy, Ing Ravens Viz will look completely different. You know what I'm saying? I feel for you, brother. So I hope he stays because it's gonna be a tough few years. I don't know who's gonna be the quarterback. You better hope you pay that man. They paid him handsomely. Now, let's move on to the Bills. All right. Mm-hmm. The Bills are coming to town, and the last time the Bills came to town. Ooh, it was a it was a heartbreaker for y'all, man. Pick six, pretty much ended the game right there. Now mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there because these teams have improved. Quarterbacks, both quarterbacks have improved. Mm-hmm. When you look at this Bills team, and you've been hearing about this Bills team all off season, and you see what's happening, and you just saw this game against the Dolphins. I mean, you know the Dolphins. I mean, you're like, we were up 34, 14, and we let this mess happen. So we're not gonna go in that because that's hurtful. I don't want to hurt you like that. I don't want to hurt you like that. Now, are you are are Ravens fans kind of like, damn, the Bills are coming to town and they lost, or they're gonna be motivated as ever? Of course, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, because we we've seen how good this Bills team can be. We've seen uh how the offense could get clicking and just go off. Mm. Uh, we know that with Josh Allen. Just a little, little flick like that, and, and the ball goes 65 yards down the field, and, and he's going to take them shots. So it, it's like with uh, with Ravens fans, and we, we know how the secondary has been too. Why they, mm-hmm. they made some plays. They certainly made some plays. They, they got Yeah, they got interceptions every single game. Um, but at the same time, we know they've also given up a, a lot of plays too. So uh, it's a tough predicament. But, yeah, the, the Ravens, I think, yeah, Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson. It's, it's, it's one one and one right now. Um, even though we know, yeah, the quarterbacks don't go directly against each other, but we, we know the I, deal. I always love saying that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, because, yeah, in that first regular season game back in 2019, Ravens, they went to Buffalo uh, and they got the win. But then in the playoffs in 2020, um, yeah, they went to Buffalo, but end up taking the loss. Um, yep. So, yeah, it's and like you mentioned, these are two different teams now. Uh, it's early on in the season. Um, and both teams sitting at two and one, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough, but we, we know, like, even if, even if the, the bills had won, uh, right. on, on against the dolphins uh, this past Sunday, I was so upset right. because I, I, I really was hoping that that game, I know the schedule had already been made and you can't flex it, but I'm like, man, why this game had to be at one o'clock My Ravens playing that one? Cause I wanted to watch that game. For real. Uh, I, I was even, uh, during my live stream while I was watching the, the, the Ravens and uh, Patriots play, I had pulled up my phone so I could watch that bills and dolphins game too. Uh, at the same I, time, I, yeah, I really wanted to see it, man. Now, uh, hold on, did you guys, was it in? Was it? Uh, I can't remember if it, if the game was in Miami or was in Baltimore. Um, no, nah, it was in Baltimore two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was in Baltimore. So, well, right now, the 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 fans are talking about, oh, the heat, it's too hot. How y'all? I, I can't stand it. This is football. That's the way it's got to be. Uh, it's, it's the elements. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna have snow. You're gonna have rain. You're gonna have all that good stuff. So now. 
this this Bills team and this Ravens team, and you're seeing this this Bills team. Do you see any weaknesses? Are there are there because I mean every, everybody looks at it like okay, so where can we where can the Ravens win this game? So when you're looking at what's been done this couple of years, the buildup, the pieces we've added, what's been done this offseason, the addition of obviously Von Miller, the emergence of of, of like I mean, Gabe Davis, I mean a few guys on the squad. Where do you see a weakness for your Ravens to squeak out a win? Hmm. It's a tough one because a lot of it, I'll, let you, I'll let you think about it. And I'm hey, not, it really is. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think for real. But I mean, right now, I just had to go with injuries. Um, yeah. just injuries to, to the defense. That That's that's, that's where I would see it at. Um, injuries, because I would say, hey, you you, you got to try to make the Bills one dimensional. But I don't feel like Bills don't care about running the ball. I feel like Bills ain't cared about running the ball in years, man. They've been a, a super pass heavy team uh, and it's been working. But um. I just you you got to look at what the Dolphins did last week, um, and but then it it, it it's, it's all it all depends on how you look at it. You could be like, oh yeah, Dolphins they got to win against the Bills last week, right. uh, which they did, uh, and and that's what matters the most. But then on the flip side, you could think about hold up, it, it took everything for the Dolphins to get that win against a very deplete, extremely depleted Buffalo Bills team. Um, so it all depends on how, how you view it, okay. but um. If 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 oof, yes, <laughs> it's totally like you got my mind. Like it's all off season, all off season, the chatter has been. It's it's hard pressed to find a weakness on this Bills team because I mean, if when everybody's healthy, you got two of the best safeties in the game, arguably two of the best safeties in the game. You've got Trey White that's going to be coming back from injuries shortly. You've got a young first round draft in Caio that's going to get better. Vaughn Miller's been added. You got two very good. Linebackers and Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano and that defensive okay, front is nasty with Greg Rousseau and and then you go to the offensive side you got Diggs you got Dawson Knox I mean I could keep going right so a lot of it's that's why I wanted to see like where are teams finding their angle to try to beat the Bills because you can see Vegas is like yo this team could go seventeen to zero but now these injuries are here so now that these injuries are here I get it you're like this is where we can get it so yeah. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a tough game, man. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not sitting here by any stress saying, "Man, we're gonna roll right through that." Nah, because money is a lot, a big motivation, and and there's something that Lamar Jackson is proving to not anybody else, but to himself to say, "Yo, I know I'm that guy. I'm gonna show y'all." And he's been doing it, especially last game. Last game, he put the team on his back and was like, "All right, we got to do this, and we got to will our teams to win." Greg yeah. Roman is coaching for his damn job. If he don't get it together, you know what I'm saying? He's gone now. Has Harbaugh lost a step? Now, this is the last one I got for you because I'm looking at certain situations. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at decision-making, and, and I'm looking at, like, what he's done the, in the offseason. And your organization is a, is a top-notch organization, but your fans have been wanting a top-notch receiver. Go out and get him. Give your quarterback some help. And Harbaugh just sitting on his hands. What's up with Harbaugh? I need to know this from a freaking Ravens fan, man. Talk to me now. <laughs> oh man, the uh, it's it's just Ravens. Um, it's a Ravens philosophy type of thing when it comes to the wide receivers. That's never been a position that the uh, the Ravens have really prioritized like that. Um, so and, and they, I feel like with, with Ravens, they uh, they look at the wide receiver position like they they do just enough to get by there because their philosophy. 
as a team has been run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and play good defense. Um, and this is why, for me, I, I've been calling for a philosophy change oh. uh, for a while um, because I just feel like in, in today's NFL, that's that's not what it is. Hey, running the ball is cool. Breaking all the rushing records is cool and whatnot. That's great. But you, you want to have that passing attack ready, too, because you don't want it to be where, hey, we this incredible rushing team. They run, 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 run all year and then come playoffs. Hey, we try to run, 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 run. It's not working. Oh, we got to pass. So guys is looking lost now. You don't right. want that. You want to build up that consistency in the passing game early on and often and take advantage. Like the NFL, they cater towards passing offenses. Like you, you can't even look at a wide receiver the wrong way or else it's a 15-yard penalty. Um, so I, I've, I've just really been wanting the Ravens to really take advantage uh, of what that is and in the direction that the NFL is going. I know a lot of Ravens fans, they're like, no, 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 we don't want to be like other teams and whatnot. We, we need to just be the Ravens. But I'm, I'm like, look, man, Ravens got to get with the times, man. And then one of the most frustrating parts for me have been um, you got Lamar Jackson. Yep. So you don't you don't just have any typical quarterback. This is Lamar Jackson. It's somebody that's special. So I just feel like the Ravens just haven't maximized Lamar Jackson's talent like that. Um, I feel like they haven't surrounded him uh, with the best that they possibly could have. Uh, and, and that 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 has been an uh, an issue uh, too. But that that's something that they did. Same thing with Joe Flacco though. They hadn't consistently surrounded him either. So that's again that's a philosophy type thing. Um, but I, I'm just hoping that this this starts a shift uh, in the philosophy um, and moving forward. Right. Uh, hopefully, again, hopefully they keep Lamar and, and they can really start really surrounding him. Um, because it's not even just weapons, too. It's been the lack of quality with the offensive line as well. Now, with Ronnie Stanley, um, that's their, uh, the, the Ravens' left tackle, the, the, the high-paid left tackle. Yes, but sir. he's been hurt. His, his ankle that all kind of messed up. He's been practicing for the past couple of weeks, but he hasn't played yet. Um, he hasn't played uh, in – because he played one game last year. Um, but then the previous season, he missed a big chunk of that. Um, so he hasn't played in a long time consistently. Uh, so we don't know when we're going to get Ronnie Stanley back. And when we get him back, we don't know how he's going to look. Who's been playing um, but, in his position? Who's been playing in his, uh, in his spot? Well, first – uh, they they had Jawan James and he yeah. but before this season he hadn't played since 2019, yeah. um and he's he was a, a right tackle but they had him playing left tackle, so Jawan James in the first game of the season he tore his ACL or Achilles I always get the two mixed up but he's mm-hmm. out for the season, so then they inserted Patrick McCary and Patrick McCary is uh, he was an undrafted. Um, center slash guard that they signed uh, in 2019. He had been with the team, played a couple different positions, played a lot of center for them, played some guard, played a little bit of left tackle too. But so they put Patrick McCary there um, after that. So Patrick McCary, he played in week two at left tackle, did his thing. Then in week three, he got hurt. So now he has a low ankle sprain, so he might be out a couple of weeks. Um, So then... They had to insert a rookie at left tackle who was only a right tackle throughout college, Daniel Falele. But he early on, he struggled a bit. But in the second half of the game, he looked a lot better. Uh, and, I mean, that was expected for him to struggle. He He's a right tackle. He's not a left tackle. That's a big adjustment. Absolutely. Big time. Um, so 
I uh, I would expect him to be there uh, against the Buffalo Bills. And um, he <laughs> <laughs> said, <laughs> "We're gonna it's see, gonna It's gonna be long. It's, it's, it's gonna be a tough game, and he he definitely gonna um have to earn his stripes that game. Uh, but it's it's gonna be a tough task for him. But because you know, Bills gonna send everything at him. Um, they're gonna try to take advantage of this offensive line that has struggled. Uh, but that's what I was saying with the offensive line. Um, yeah. there has been a lack of quality uh, with the offensive line, and, and I feel like with the Ravens, they um because a lot of teams tend to do this when they have a uh, a mobile quarterback, when they have a quarterback that can move. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams will be like, ah, we ain't really got to build up the offensive line like that because the quarterback, they could just run away. Um, so That's no respect. Give me yeah. my protection. Don't expect mm-hmm. me to use my athletic ability to keep running for my life and you want me to make plays downfield. Give me my protection and give me my weapons. Yeah. They keep disrespecting Lamar Jackson. And, I'm, and this is coming from a Bills fan. Love Lamar. If the Bills didn't grab Josh Allen, I mean, I've obviously I wanted Josh Rosen. God, Lee, that would have been things understanding, <laughs> right? And Lamar Jackson was the next, right? So yeah. it is what it is. It's one of those situations, folks. If you guys are not following my man in Ravens, uh, do me a favor, man. He's got uh, Twitter. He's on YouTube. There it is, right there. Go ahead, give him a follow. This guy posts every day. I don't know when he has the time to do this. He's posting. Sometimes twice a day. I see your activity, brother. Keep doing what you're Appreciate doing. You, I, I like that, man. Good for you. Uh, so here's the thing I do with Bill's Bill's Mafia and, and my show. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to include you in this because I, I'm curious to see where your mind is at when it comes to your Ravens. And every week, game finishes, I have someone that just is on the APB. I got to put an APB alert for this person. Where you at? Right? And sometimes you got to put somebody on the milk carton alert. Right? On the milk cart. Somebody's got to go on the milk cart because they've been missing in action. They've been MIA. And it's it's funny that I say MIA because we just lost an MIA in Miami. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They've been MIA. Who on your Ravens, frustrating to you, has been MIA, whether it's offensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball, even in the front office? Coaching. Hmm. Is there anybody that stands out to you that said, man, this guy's been missing. I need him to show up because he hasn't shown up the way I need him to show up. Who is that person for you? Who deserves to be on the milk carton? Mm. I, I, I like that segment. That, that, that's that's a nice idea, man. Um, you can take that. You can take it back over there. No, nah, it, it's all good. Uh, I uh, I would say on offense, it would be a unit. It, it would be the uh, the run blocking of the offensive line okay. uh, that's been MIA. Um, and it's so weird that as a Ravens fan and what you're so accustomed to, like, wow, Ravens, they, they can't run the ball right now. That's so weird. Um, so I will say that on offense, on defense, mm, on defense, uh, probably the pass rush, the pass rush, uh, just as a whole, a consistent pass rush. Um, that's why, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of sad, but it is what it is. Um, we hoping that JPP, it's yep. almost like a savior for the Ravens at pass rush because he's he's going to be counted on a lot um, to just bring something, bring some juice to the Ravens pass rush or lack thereof. So, yeah, those would be the two uh, position groups uh, that I would have to go with as far as being MIA. I like that. You didn't go anybody specific, which I respect. You said a group, a whole. I like that. Now, last segment before I let you get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um and it's called the All Lies on Me. 
And now, if you aren't familiar with uh, my man Tupac, you know what I'm saying? All eyes gotta be on somebody on the Ravens. All eyes gotta be on somebody on the Bills. So, who does my man Ing Ravens? Who are who are your eyes on when you look at this Bills team? Now, I'm gonna take away the obvious. Number 17, Josh Allen. Everybody's looking for Josh Allen. Everybody's on Josh Allen. So when you're looking at all eyes on this player from the Bills, knowing what you have offensively, knowing what you have defensively on your squad, who is Ing Ravens looking at? And who are Ravens fans looking at? Say, damn, I'm watching that. I, I mean, I, I feel like it's so obvious to go Stefan Diggs, but I feel like I have to go Stefan Diggs. Reason being because he's a receiver that can play outside, but can also play inside. And he's, I'm sure the Bills are going to probably move him around. So with them moving him around, I would love for, Ravens don't normally do this, but I would love for Marlon Humphrey to follow him. Um, mm. Because I just, I don't want him to get matched up against one of the Ravens, their young corners, their first or second year corners. I just, I don't want that to happen because that could be immediate problems. So I got to go with, with Stefan Diggs on offense. Uh, as far as defense, um, I feel like it's another obvious one, but Von Miller. I just don't want him to, to wreck the game. Wreck the game. Um, Ravens on the right side of the offensive line, they have Morgan Moses. Uh, and he's been all right so far. Um, then on the left side, they have it's expected to be the rookie, Daniel Filele. So I, I just think it's so important that the Ravens, that their pass protection really holds up well. Um, because the Bills, they're going to try to do anything in their power to get to Lamar. And, I mean, looking at the Patriots game, he got sacked four times last week. Mm. So um, if, if it's a quarterback and it's, it's Lamar Jackson, like if it's a quarterback and it's like whether it's Brady, um, maybe even Aaron Rodgers, uh, who else? Maybe um, Cooper Rush or something. If it's a quarterback and they get sacked four times, it's like, oh, okay, they got sacked four times. But if it's a quarterback that can move, yes. and that can move like Lamar, and they got sacked four times, you know there were some issues with their offensive line. Uh, and and the, the Patriots defensive coordinator obviously did a, a phenomenal job scheming up the blitzes and whatnot and, and getting to Lamar. So um, I would say just Von Miller would be the guy uh, for the Ravens to watch for. Uh, on defense, because if you're giving up a pass rush to the opposing team, then that like that can kill everything that fast. So it's important that Ravens don't let that happen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Ing Ravens kind of gave us the the ins and outs of what's going on with the Ravens, and it's it is there's no reason for us to think oh, we got this because when you have Lamar Jackson back there, LJ eight. Everything is on the table and everything is possible for this, this Ravens team. Uh, tremendous amount of respect for this team. It's going to be a dogfight. And as for Diggs, it's going to be, I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm glad you picked Diggs because it's going to be a tough one. Diggs is going back home, man. He's from Maryland. Oh, yeah. So he, he's about <laughs> to show out and say, hey, man, I need my family to come through. So listen, man, I hope he shows out. Oh, boy. <laughs> he said, oh, boy. Um, but listen, oh, boy, for us is always Lamar Jackson. The man knows how to keep plays alive. Mm -hmm. And I just don't understand how the connection between him and Mark Andrews continues yeah. to thrive. It's and crazy. Just, there's no answer for it. I mm -hmm. don't understand it. I'm hoping Matt Milano is the answer to this whole situation. Uh, but 
there's nobody been able to answer that. So that connection is unreal. I look forward to it. I don't want to take your time. Your time is precious and it's, um, and it's important. So I appreciate you coming on because I know you've been talking to other Bills content creators and oh, I'm yeah. glad you made the time to come out here, man. So I'm going to give you a moment to plug plug your, your information, let people know uh, where they can find you, what's coming up next and uh, how you feel about this game coming up. I don't want to give, I don't want to make you give a score prediction. I don't, I don't want, I won't do that to you because I hate them myself. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going I'm to let you slide on this one, but for, where, where can everybody find you? Um, give your, your, your last parting ways and, uh, and we'll get you out of here, brother. Oh man. Yeah. I, I appreciate you having me on that. That's why uh, as, as soon as that, that Patriots game ended and we were done talking about the Patriots, that's why I had to hit you up, man. I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah I got to hit up my guy Rico, man. No doubt. Um, but yeah, you can find me the channel, uh, the channel, Twitter, Instagram, even Facebook, everything is engraving vids, uh, all one word. Um, it's team keep it clean. So it's a family friendly channel for everybody to come through, whether you're a Ravens fan or not. Uh, we post videos every single day, uh, sometimes two a day, sometimes depending on how things are going, maybe even three or four, it all just depends. Um, but everybody is welcome. We, uh, we have fun on the channel. We try not to take ourselves. Uh, too seriously try to take not to take anything even with the nfl too seriously we joke around a lot on there um we just have a good time uh while we talk talking football and hey one thing that i, I got to acknowledge too is that the channel is, is not for everybody so if you come through and it's for you you want to stick around subscribe cool i appreciate it if you come through and you say hey uh this ain't my style it's not for me i respect it so i appreciate that i appreciate you taking the time uh, to have me on your channel, to have me on your stream. Shout out to Buffalo Fanatics. Um, and this should be a really good game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game um, because both defenses, I think y'all with the injuries and Ravens with the, just the miscues and, and the youth. Um, so I, I think both defenses are going to struggle. Uh, and I think this, both quarterbacks, I think both of them are going to put on a show. Uh, so I appreciate you putting me on your show. I enjoyed it. I always enjoy talking to you. Enjoy always chopping good. it up. So always I appreciate you, man. Are, are you were you ready to drop a score prediction or you just say it's gonna be a high scoring game and that's that? Oh, you said I ain't got to, so I ain't, <laughs> I, ain't gonna do, I ain't gonna do that to you. I ain't gonna do that to you. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna do that. But listen, man, everybody, uh, give my man a follow. Uh, what are you, what's your followership now? At you at over 50 now, right? Yeah, yeah. It's um, the channel is still small. It said uh, 58,000 subscribers. Oh man, um, so we're still working, man. I gotta, <laughs> give, I gotta give you that love, man. If you grind and you put in that 50, like, yeah, 50, 50 plus thousand subscribers that's the grind because it's a grind over here so shout out to my man Ing. You listen man hit me up we're gonna talk about it because i'm about oh, yeah. to go on your channel i'm gonna bring the heat like i always do <laughs> let the ravens fans know but we're gonna keep it clean because over here sometimes you know what i'm saying i try i get i get out of my way sometimes and i drop a you know I me mean, a few things here but i'm gonna keep it clean yeah uh, so appreciate appreciate you, man. For sure, and we'll catch up later man uh you already know man. all right and that's my guy Ing ravens this is the class act and uh, I'm glad I connected with him a couple years back. And uh, we've connected here and there. Here, here we chat, chop it up here and there. So it's always good to chop it up with uh, other fan bases and other, you know what I'm saying, content creators, man. Because we go through the same things, man. We got to put the time aside and, and create a video. And a lot of his videos are pre-recorded. Um, and he's got some some live streams, but mostly pre-recorded. So uh, go ahead and jump in there, man. That boy is a grinder, man. Like just a couple years back, he was in, I think it was like a 20, 30K. And boy, jumped to twenty k in a couple. Yeah, man, that's that's heavy. That's that's the grind, man. So appreciate you uh, very much, and uh, we're gonna chop it up. So I'll let you guys know when I go on his channel. You know, I'm gonna be in the heat always, all day. Um, but yeah, man, this this Ravens game is not gonna be easy. 
You know what I'm saying? We get over the Dolphins game. It's cool. Um, but it's one of those things where when you when you lost the game, you ain't trying. I'm not trying to go two and two. The going two and two in the listen, man, and losing to an AFC team, another AFC team, we can't have that. We need to come out and win this game and keep it pushing because we can't let the freaking the Dolphins get up on us two games. No way we can let that ish happen. So uh, we got to make sure we take care of business, man. It's going to be tough. He's got, they've got some injuries they're dealing with. We've definitely got some injuries we're dealing with. Will it be a high scoring game for the bills? I hope so for the Ravens. I hope not. Uh, because if it's high scoring and it's tight, you already know what happens, man. Our track record isn't great. Our track record isn't great when it's a three score game, right? Three points or lower. We don't end up coming out with the win. We're oh and seven. We can't let me say, I, I don't know what the deal is because we have one of the more clutch quarterbacks in the game, but it just happens to elude us. We need to close out and win those games that we need to win. And uh, we just can't fall to two and two. We just can't. And losing two AFC games at, at, on top of that, it just cannot happen. So, folks, Cincinnati is going to be playing the Dolphins. Uh, Tua miraculously has, has shaken his, uh, excuse me, has shaken his uh, concussion. Uh, now he's just got back spasms. Good for him. I'm, I, I don't know how that went from here to head, shoulders, knees, and toe. I don't know what happened there, but it just stopped in the back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It stopped in the shoulders in the back. So we'll see how that plays out for the rest of the way. Uh, but uh, that's going to be a big game. We're all going to be watching Miami. So we we can't have them win that. Plus, Joe Burrow's my freaking fantasy quarterback. He better light them cats up. I hope that's what happens. And then we'll go from there, man. We already know, folks, the AFC is a wild, wild conference. It's a wild conference. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see how it plays out. Um, I'm sure if it too was going to play uh, in that game, there's no way he's not going to. They need him to play because Teddy Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Two Gloves goes in there. It just, I, I mean, shoot, he's been waiting for it. But like, I think they found their guy in Tua. They feel good in Tua. So we'll see how this plays out. But folks, we need this win. We got to get this dub. Go to, go to Big Trust. Get that dub, and we gotta get out of there, man. So, and uh, I hope it's a it's a going out party for my man, uh, Stefan Diggs. Because I'll tell you right now, man, I'm looking at the defensive backfield for uh, the Ravens, and Marcus Peters is always a dog, but Marcus Peters is coming off an injury, and Marcus Peters is a little older now. You know what I'm saying? So, is he shaking off the rust? Probably. Is he the same corner he was back then? No. You know what I'm saying? And right now, Stefan Diggs is on a tear. He's just different right now. He's just different. He's he's looking to take, he's taking names. You feel me? And in that heat, even in that heat, dude, dude had what, 74 yards? 74 yards receiving? So, uh, and that was a quiet 74, a very quiet 74. So he's, he's able to do what he's got to do, right? So I'm hoping that continues in Baltimore. I hope Josh Allen turns it on and just doesn't, doesn't let go. And just turns it on and breaks the faucet. Turn it on and break the faucet and just let it pour on the Ravens. You know what I'm saying? And I like the Ravens. I like Lamar Jackson. We we just can't allow that. He We can't allow Lamar Jackson to do Lamar Jackson things. But to me, the biggest thing, on the biggest way we got to stop these Ravens, and I'm going to talk about it more on, on Friday when we do our show on Friday, not to get into it, but it's it's not let him throw out of bounds because Lamar can make all throws. I don't care what anybody tells me. Lamar can make all throws. That's number one. Number two, he's actually got receivers that can get downfield. He's got receivers that can get downfield. and He's got receivers that he trusts. Devin Duvernay has come in and, and has played excellent 
for Lamar Jackson. And Rashad Bateman is a big size, big time receiver that's got speed, right? So, and we're nursing some injuries. So we just can't let, you know, saying those things happen. Tua is nowhere near what Lamar can do and, and make room and, and buy time, right? So we've got to be the D word, discipline. If we're disciplined, we will we will walk out of this game with a dub. Josh Allen's going to do what he does. Stephon Diggs is going to do what he does. If we decide to freaking use the run game, so be it. And I'm, I'm starting to just say, you know what? If we run the ball, we run the ball. And I, I don't want to give up on the run. I love the run game so damn much. It sets up the pass. But there comes a time where you got to at least try to incorporate the run so we can keep these teams guessing. Because once you start abandoning the run, you can't set your pass up. You got to run the ball to set the pass and vice versa. So hopefully we can we can make something happen. But to stop these freaking Ravens or slow them down, if you will, that connection between Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews is just unbelievable. The good thing is we've got a big, strong linebacker, Tremaine Edmonds, that's in, that's got decent coverage. And you've got Matt Milano, that's an elite cover linebacker. So if they have to, you know what I'm saying, spy and, then we find out where Andrews is and you got to take, take, take him on. Then shoot, we got to figure something out. Hopefully Jordan Poirier is back in the game and he's healthy and he can, you know what I mean? Be a big time contributor. We'll go from there, man. We're still banged up folks. We're still banged up. But the one thing I do like is Kyir Elam is getting more comfortable. Kyir Elam is getting experience and it's working out for itself because Kyir Elam is probably most likely going to remain as that corner. Dane Jackson, whoever, whenever he comes back, will then jump back in. And then when Trey White comes back, and then we'll figure things out then. But in then till now, we have to make sure that we just get this done. Take on the Ravens. Game plan it. I trust Leslie Frazier. Leslie Frazier is that dude. I have all the trust in Leslie Frazier. So Leslie's going to draw up a good game plan for us. You know what I'm saying? Offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey is going to draw up a great game plan for us. And we'll get after it. I think that Harbaugh's lost a step, boy. Harbaugh is lost a step. Maybe lost, I don't want to say he's lost his team because it hasn't. But I just don't think he's the same Harbaugh he once was. Motivation's maybe not there. I have no idea. But I think that we have strong coaching. And I think that we'll be able to take over and dominate um, this game. Now, that's the hope. <laughs> that is the hope. So uh, we'll leave it at that. I got a super chat coming in from James. James comes in and said, hey. Cincinnati Fish Fry this Thursday night, Rico. Free admission to Bills Mafia. Let's go. I free. I like that, man. I'm I'm a, I'm big on that. I, I wish the I wish the the that team nothing but success. Just not this Thursday. <laughs> you feel me? Just not this Thursday. So uh, we can you know I mean face the music when we face them again later in the year. But that's it for me, folks. Much appreciated. Buffalo. I appreciate you guys uh, tuned in. I had my man Buffalo P Money here, Pierre the Kingpin. We chopped it up a little bit. Some of y'all didn't really like the fact that I put Von Miller on the milk carton alert, but listen, Buffalo. when you are paid $120 million, I need $120 million worth of game on that field. That's what I need. And I got a little bit. I don't want a little bit. I want it all. I want it all, all the time. But that's on coaching. You want to play him 25% of the time, 50% of the time. It is what it is. How about you increase that? 60, 65, 70. I want to see that, man. But anyway, it is what it is, folks. We we held on to the ball forever. So there's only so much you can do. If you're not on the field, how can you do anything? So I'm going to leave it at that. Ravens fans, thank you guys for tuning in. 
I'll catch you guys. Uh, listen, sometime this week, I got to talk to my man and see when uh, when the best time is. It's gonna be pre-recorded affair, and uh, I'll be I'll be checking the comment section. I'll be chatting with y'all. So that's it for me, folks. You guys have a great night, great evening, and uh, until next time, it's your boy, and we'll catch you on the flip side. And I'm gone. Have yourself a great night. It's the Rico Report, and I'm gone. Let's go. Sunday one bills drive mafia where you at buffalo 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 is the mafia 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 sick of being upsold at gyms my guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.